Hello everyone and a warm Shalom Aleichem to you after what was probably a unique uh, Pesach break. And Mo'adim uh, Nesimcha on this Yom Asmaut Tavshin Pei, which uh, we are celebrating today. I thought I'd kick off uh, Term 2 in terms of our Divrei Torah and Shirim with a, uh, an insight on, uh, on today's Yom Asmaut, which will hopefully stimulate some, uh, some discussion. I actually uh, came across a, a piece in Agarita in the Gomorrah and Shabbos that we are doing now, the Dafyomi, which, um, which gave me an idea to, uh, to share with you. Yesterday's Gomorrah in, uh, in Shabbos, Tathnun Gimel Urbais, tells of a uh, famous miracle that took place or discussion on a miracle that takes place between Rav Yosef and Abaye with uh, regard to a fellow says the Gemara Masebe Echad Shemaita Ishto. It happened with a certain person that his wife died, Minicha Bein Linok, leaving a son to nurse. Velo Ayalo Schar Meinikalitain, and this uh, poor fellow could not afford to hire someone to nurse the child. So a miracle happens, Venasa Lo Neis, Venif Techulo Dadin Kishnei Dadeisha. And uh, this mir- miracle happens, changing his physiology, and he's now able to nurse his child exactly as uh, a woman is able to nurse a child. Um, to this particular miraculous story, there are uh, two ways to view this miracle. How great a man is this, uh, exclaims Rav Yosef. Um, um, how great is this man, um, for whom such a miracle was performed. And Abaye says, On the contrary, how inferior was this man, for the natural order was changed on, uh, on his behalf. This man, according to Abaye, seemed to be inferior that the natural order of things had to be upset for him uh, and he was not granted heavenly help in acquiring the required funds uh, to, uh, to, feed, to, to hire a wet nurse to, uh, to feed his, his child. So uh, Rashi explains Abaya's Ab- Ab- uh, Ab- comment. Uh, what we see is that there's a, uh, a machloket, an argument as to how to look at uh, the natural world and... Um, Let's just quickly try and, uh, um, I guess, analyze a little uh, what the two different ways are of looking at this, Rav Yosef and Anabaye. When it comes to analyzing the nature of Yom Asmaut and the status of the miracle of it within the content of miracles, we find in um, various halachic discussions with regard to when one should or should not say halal, over particular miracles, uh, this kind of idea as to what type of miracle one needs to to have or experience in order to say halal over. Um, a revealed miracle, hidden miracles, these are all part of the of the discussion that we have. Yeah, it's interesting that Rav Yosef is, uh, is bowled over by the fact that Akosh Baruch Hu performed such a revealed miracle for, uh, for this fellow who unfortunately lost his wife. And his whole entire body was 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 sort of um, you know was was ultimately changed to be able to provide milk for this uh, for this young infant, and Abaye was uh, 
was, was, was more circumspect with regard to this kind of miracle where natural miracles, the miracles that are sort of camouflaged, where the, the nature of the miracle is seen more within the confines of nature, um, those are miracles that, uh, that really need to be um, celebrated as miracles. And so we have this dual perspective on what kind of miracle um, we should uh, laud as being greater or less great, one or the other. I wonder if this uh, particular discussion um, can uh, can be superimposed on a um, on a discussion that we find uh, within uh, the Mephorshim when we look uh, at uh, Pashat Bahar and the nature of the miracle of Yovel. We know that Shmitot every seventh year is a sabbatical year. The land rests, and um, the ability to cultivate uh, yield from the ground. Uh, is curtailed. When it comes to Yovel, you've got uh, a more serious challenge, and that is that you've got the end of a cycle now where you've had seven Shemitot, uh, seven sabbatical cycles. Now you've got a, a Shemitah year, and then you've got a, a Yovel year, the 50th year coming after. And you've got two years now which you aren't going to be able to uh, cultivate much. And therefore, the, the Torah, in order to encourage us uh, to demonstrate Hakosh um, Baruch's protection over Klal Israel uh, ensures us with, uh, with with the pledge of a brocha that despite the fact that there will be no cultivation of the land um, for the seventh year and then for the fiftieth year, Hakosh Baruch promises that those of us who are living in a generation which will be privileged to celebrate or to keep this Shemitah going through Yovel uh, will will see unbelievable brocha. And that Akash Baruch will bless us such that we won't have to worry. Uh, we'll be able to live securely in our land um, uh, with enough food, uh, more than enough food, to get us through this particular time. Now, the way the Torah describes this is as follows. The Torah tells us in Perek Chavhei of Ayikra, the Torah tells us, If uh, we start to question what we're going to eat, uh, in the seventh year, um, we, uh, we haven't been able to cultivate, etc. HaKosh Baruch response is that I will engage my uh, through a bumper crop on the sixth year. So this uh, bumper crop that will take place on the sixth year, we'll see you through year six, year seven, and the, the Yovel year, year eight, uh, all the way through until you can start again in, in year nine. So the Torah tells you, Akash Baruch says, I understand it's a real test of one's faith in uh, me as the master of the universe and particularly uh, over the, the food of Eretz Israel. Um, but this is what's going to happen if you keep the, 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 the Shemitah and the Yovel, we will, I will take care of you. Now, <clears throat> what's interesting is, this particular Pasuk is Pasuk Yutet in Perik Chafei, in Pashat Bahar, Sefer Vayikra, where, um, where we, uh, sorry, this is Pasuk Chaf. This is Pasuk Chaf in, uh, in Vayikra Chafei. What's pointed out by the Mephorshim, uh, and the, I'll use the, the Svorno as the base of the comment, and then expanded upon the Svorno in the same vein as the Malbim, who points us out 
who points out to us that Pasuk Yutet, the previous Pasuk, has already stated, the land will give its fruit, and you will eat to your full. So Pasuk Yutet um, seems to have already given us um, the guarantee, the pledge of bracha that Akosh Baruch says will, will come to us. Um, and then the, therefore the question, um, the question becomes, why do you need the next Pasuk to, um, to guarantee us in Pasuk Chaf and Chaf Aleph, and you'll have a bumper crop for three years. You've already been guaranteed that everything will be good in the Pasuk uh, Yutet, Pasuk 19. Why do you have to have a second guarantee of a brocha in Pasuk Chaf and, and Chaf Aleph? And so here, the key to understanding this uh, is as follows. It says the Svorno is that a person may not be of the level to fully appreciate Akosh Baruch Hu's miraculous the pledge of miracles. And um and essentially the person will will, will ask questions. Uh, a guarantee. Show me that uh, you know that, that there'll be this bumper crop. So um the Swarno explains here that um just looking for it here to read it to you. Yeah, it says the Svorno Pasukhaf, Vikitum Rumanochal, Vahashe Yusupak Zetzlechem. If a person is in doubt, as uh, you know, you're still stressed out about this brocha that Akoshbarch has promised, Velotif Tehu, Shiyahamat, Maspik Baikuto, and you do not uh, trust that much that I will be able to sort out this problem of a lack of food. Um, therefore, I will show you by giving you a bumper crop that um, that brocha is 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 implanted into into the system. says You will be able to see it in the real. kamut, and uh, in a sense, my pledge. If you aren't able to. Um, appreciate my miraculous pr- pledge and you start stressing out about it, I'll sort of convert the pledge into uh, an actual physical reality where you'll see a huge amount of, uh, of food being produced in, in year six. Uh, the way the Malbim explain, expands on this is as follows. Let's just quickly go over this. For now, what, what is really being described here are two possible tracks along which Shemitah can travel. Um, Rashi quotes us from the Torah Kwanim in, in Pasuk Yutet already. When, uh, when the Torah states, Vachaltem la sova, that you shall eat to satisfaction, Rashi says, Af petocha me'ayim tehei bo baracha. How's Akosh Baruch going to make this brocha work? So Rashi tells us that the way the brocha is going to work is that the exact same amount of food which normally feeds X amount of people will feed 10X, for example, as the quality of the food will be so enhanced to be able to satisfy so, um, so many people with so much less in quantity. In the words of Chazal, Ochal Kima, a person eats a little bit, Umit Barech And that little bit that you eat satisfies um, 
a, a person's full desire for food. So a minute amount will become satisfying to you. So there will be no... Um, uh, the, the, the nature of this way of Akash Baruch taking care of the miracle in Pasuk Yutet, track A, is for there to be no distinction between the amount of crop that's produced um, a, a, on, at normally and during this time. The, the difference is the miracle is in the quality of the food. Uh, a small amount of that superfood will be souped up to be able to to uh, to to fill you, so you have the same amount of cucumbers. It's just that the 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 natural power um, of satiation embedded in the same cucumber. You'll only need to use a third of the cucumber in order to be in order to be satisfied. So you won't need as you won't need as much. That's uh, how Rashi explains pasuk uh, yutet. The first time we told that Akush Baruch will take care of the brocha. That's that's a uh, track number one. The Malbim. Uh, expands on this and he says the, uh, as follows the, this this type of uh, miraculous uh, qualitative edge on the crop this this is an, represents an ideal level which relies on a high level of bitachon the person has an amazing amazing uh, depth of emuna and um, and you have to have this depth of emuna because all you see in front of you is a normal crop yield so the sixth year won't look any different to any other year um so so uh this is the this is the ideal track uh, let's call it the gold track of emuna so if a person wants to know how you know akos barko says to you how do you how do you expect me to, uh, how do you expect to live when you can't cultivate for 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 2 years so the 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 promise is don't worry if you have the emuna not to cultivate and you cease from working the land i'll feed you and how will I feed you? I'll feed you in a miraculous fashion. And that is, that miraculous fashion will be, you won't even be able to see it. Because the crop will be the same yield. But what you're, you, but all of a sudden, whilst you aren't even looking, you'll see that you don't need as much uh, to, to feed off. Um, and therefore, you'll be able to go for two to three years on, on a third of the quantity that you would normally be able to do. This, this miracle demands... This nature of miracle demands somebody with a very high level of trust and faith in Akash Baruch But not everyone's on that level. So now the Torah, when it repeats the bracha, uh, talking about a bumper crop for three years, that bumper crop is an actual crop. But there, it's, it's for the people who are not that um, high in their level of emuna. Because not everyone's on that level, the Torah now deals with this lower level of bitachon, of, of faith in the Kosh Baruch Hu, and says, tomru, for you guys who are not that strong in your emuna, and uh, you can't really appreciate that in this one cucumber, it's going to have three times the amount of koyach. So you, you need to see it. You have, you have to see something. You have to physically be able to, to, um, to comprehend that there's, you know, in order to, to satisfy, uh, your stress. So if you're not satisfied with a normal looking crop and in the back of your mind you're stressing out that even though Hashem has told you that you don't need to worry, you still are worried because you don't see any change in the quantity of the yield. And you give voice to this by saying, What are we going to eat in the seventh year? We don't see any yield. So says the Malbim, if you are apprehensive, then Shemitah will take a different shape. 
in a less miraculous form, uh, a lower in stature, and that is now, instead of the food being qualitatively superior, the yield will increase only in quantity. So um, the food, uh, the miracle is not with the quality of the food, but rather the quantity of, uh, of the yield. Th- that is uh, a discussion that the Malvim and the Sforno uh, use here in, uh, in Pashat Bahar when trying to understand the miracle of Shemitah. So what do we see over here as follows? Uh, we could we could superimpose the two discussions, and that is that when we're talking about Akosh Baruch Hu giving us a bracha um, to outlast the two years of non um, non ability to cultivate, so you have miracle number one where you actually see the miracle, uh, maybe similar to what happened to this fellow who lost his who lost his wife, his actual physical body responded to his level of righteousness and and he, he grew the ability he grew breasts and then he was able to breastfeed his child Th- that's almost like Abaya is saying if the fellow would have been really great on level a on the gold level the gold track of emuna he, w- he wouldn't have needed he wouldn't have needed hashem to change him physiologically he would have been able to see the miracle woven into the natural fabric of uh, of his life and somehow uh, somebody would have volunteered, money would have been made av- available to him, and, and it wouldn't, be, wouldn't have required this kind of wild natural change um, in, in, in the person. Rav Yosef is sort of responding, or we're seeing him as being somebody representative of, of the miracle by saying, wow, how great this person is. He was given a bumper crop, just like Amisrael, who are on a level of bitachon, deserving such a miracle. And Abayah is pointing out, um, similarly to what the Malbim is saying, Rav Yosef is, uh, is, 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 is right to, to be so uh, enthusiastic about the miracle, but um, it could be that Abayah is right too, that if he would have been on a greater level, the miracle would have been not so jarring in terms of, of, of nature. And so this is a, this is a kind of a, a discussion here too as to what the nature of, of miracles is. What we do see here is that uh, we are we, we should we should uh, we are challenged to reach a level where we see within the natural world uh, the miracles of Akash Baruch What looks ordinary shouldn't really remain as ordinary, and this is possibly where the miracles that we experience over Yom Hatzmut Yom Rishalayim and all modern day type miracles, where um, most of the time Akash Baruch uh, weaves his miraculous uh, fabric. Uh, into the into the clothes that we all wear, such so natural history, you know. And but yet there's there's miracle inside there which we have to appreciate. And possibly one could, one could even state uh, on a on a on a on another on another level, and that is that um, there's a way of looking at these natural miracles um, with even greater appreciation. Uh, the Chachmei Kabbalah, and you see in Hasidic writings, quite famously um, in the Noam Elimelech, where he talks of he talks of the following, and that is that yes, there are two tracks of miracles, but what's interesting is is that you have to be deserved of of a of a miracle. If a person is deserved of a miracle, that's what he calls the natural track. The miracle, according to the Chachmei Kabbalah, according to the Noam Elimelech. The miracle is when a person doesn't deserve a miracle, and yet still the miracle happens. And that's, that's even a, a level higher in terms of the nature of the miracle. 
So possibly over here, we could argue as to whether we are deserved of this miracle, living in this generation that we're privileged to be born and live in, whether we are worthy of such a miracle. Possibly coming uh, after, you know, standing on the shoulders of giants, of those who came before us and those who experienced the Shoah, in a sense, we are beneficiaries of their wuna and their suffering in the fact that Akash Baruch Hu now granted us a miracle even if we aren't deserve it. But it's such a miracle, it's, it's, it's woven into the, into the natural world. And so, um, however we perceive the miracle, Galui, Nistar, whatever it may be, uh, to me it's, uh, you know, if you read a lot of history and you, and you open your eyes, you start to see how, uh, how amazing this, uh, this, this generation is in, in which we live. The ability to defend ourselves, the ability to, to support Torah, to support um, miraculous discoveries and industry and tikkun olam. All of this is well known to all of us. But somehow, I think it's got a beautiful uh, seal of Akosh Baruch Hu's miracul- mir- miracles coming through in a very, very natural way. In other words, miracles coming through the world of nature are not to be sneezed at. Uh, the sensitive person should be um, should be awakened to to see them and appreciate them, and in whichever way uh, you feel appropriate to celebrate or to commemorate or to mark them, uh, to the person who who just goes through your uh, your mouth without thinking about it, uh, you've really lost an opportunity to see Akosh Baruch at work, and so uh, we should all have our eyes opened and become sensitive to the great miracles that Akosh Baruch performs in a natural way. Um, through uh, this main vehicle of his called the Medina um, and, uh, and give us pause to be thankful and to increase our allegiance to Akosh Baruch's value system. I wish you all, Mardim uh, Nisimcha, we'll speak soon. Kol Tuf.